If you're enjoying this podcast, please tell your friends. They can find it by searching their favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Search it for Dictator for a Day or just point their browser to dictatorforaday.substack.com. They'll find both the podcast and the companion article. Okay, on to today's podcast. Hey, and welcome to Dictator for a Day. The podcast where we'd never propose having an actual dictator. I am Dennis Dean, and I am not a dictator for a day. It's more like imagining what you'd do if you won the lottery. What would you do if you were, in fact, dictator for a day? This is part two of episode 14. If you haven't listened, you can go back to part one of Twitter, the Twitter files, Elon Musk, and the First Amendment. So, Elon Musk is dumping Twitter files. Matt Taibbi is reporting on the Twitter files. And liberal pundits are losing their minds. Hey, Sandra. Yeah, liberal pundits are losing their minds, trying to discredit the bombshell thread that employees of Twitter had open channels of communication with members of both political parties and censored the New York Post's Hunter Biden laptop story in 2020. That quite possibly changed the outcome of the election. They also engaged in a lot of other censorship, almost all of it deleting or shadow banning tweets or entire Twitter accounts. Bosh, you might want to make a note here that this is part two of episode 14. Yes, this is part two of episode 14. So if you haven't listened to it, you can go back to part one of Twitter, the Twitter files, Elon Musk, and the First Amendment. Now, on to thought control. So, Sounder, how would you like it if you got up in the morning, brushed your teeth, showered, made your coffee, sat down in the kitchen, turned on the radio, maybe the TV, checked your email, hit Facebook, and the very first thing that happens is there's a message there for you to read, watch, or listen to. It's there every time you go to use that device, or at least the first time you use it each day. Sounds like one of those pop-up files. Yeah. Or uh, our terms have changed. Here they are. Yeah. So sound of the message itself would be sort of similar each day, sort of different in an effort to hold your attention. But you've got to watch or read or listen to it before you can move on. And maybe there's a quick quiz to prove you did. Sort of like click on the squares with traffic lights. Yeah. Uh, if you pass, you can proceed. Otherwise, you're stuck. You can't do anything else on your phone, your computer, your radio, your TV, until you listen to the message and maybe pass the test. What's the message about, boss? Maybe the message is all about life. All about you. Me? No, not you. Sounder, it's the editorial you. Oh, okay. So maybe the message is all about life, all about you, in a sense, and living your life. Things that we like, music, art, sports, recreation, outdoors, family, current events. But it's also infused with messages, some subtle, some not so subtle. And the messages are the ones that government wants you to hear, see, believe, and think. And before you can use any of these electronic devices that we've become so accustomed to using, to being attached to, almost like implants in our bodies and our brains, before we can use any of them the way we want to use them, we have to use them the way they want us to use them. To listen to and learn and repeat their messages. Messages 
from the people in charge. Uh, kind of shaky, boss. Well, yeah, they want you to listen to and see and accept and believe in and then go out and espouse to others their messages. Now, this is not a new form of advertising. This is a much more sophisticated version of the current version of advertising and marketing that goes on every day in this country, trying to convince people to be loyal to products, be aware of products, buy products, buy into services and ideas, buy into company brands. Only this time is the brand of the people that are in charge. It's not for a product or service that someone wants you to purchase. It's for a whole new belief system someone, big government, big tech, wants you to buy into. It's not really advertising and marketing. It's propagandizing. It's brainwashing. It's, it's thought control. It is. So the bottom line is, do you want to think for yourself or be told what to think? Do you want to get up every day and be told what to think and what to speak before you can do anything else? Because that's what it could come down to. An absolute total elimination of the First Amendment. Now, that's the thing in this country that differentiates us from all others. It gives every one of us freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of the press. Ironically, much of the mainstream media today is saying the First Amendment is not absolute. Hey, boss, that's pretty ironic. Yeah, it is, Sounder. It's the First Amendment that gives the press its freedom to work. Here's the First Amendment in its entirety. Sounder, give us a little keyboard there, will you? You got it, boss. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That sounds great. The First Amendment? It is. No, no, the keyboarding. Why do I... Yeah, boss? Never mind. Well, the First Amendment's always great. Five simple items. Yeah, that's it. Freedom of religion, speech, press, assembly, and petition. Nowhere does it say, except in cases of political speech or news coverage of political events that we don't like. It's absolute. Now, here's what's really important, I think. When you look at much of the First Amendment, especially freedom of religion, speech, and press, the First Amendment is actually about freedom of thought. It's the most important amendment, which is why it's the first. If you can't think for yourself, what kind of life do you lead? What kind of person can you be? Can you be a person for yourself, a leader for yourself, your family, or any group? If you can't, you're simply an automaton functioning for someone else's benefit. And when there's no First Amendment, no freedoms, you only think you're in a democratic republic. You go to the voting booth, fill out the ballot the way they want you to fill it out, because they, in this case the Democrats, have slowly, purposefully eliminated freedom of thought by censoring voices on the public square, and in this instance, the public square appears to have been Twitter. That's what a lot of people in this country want right now, not just in this country, but around the world. 
You're only allowed to speak and think the thoughts others want you to have, not your own. You can no longer be your own person. Kind of scary. Yeah, it's insidious. It starts slowly and keeps creeping up on you. And then all of a sudden, it's there. Social media technology, which is absolutely aligned with the left. Yeah, just check which politicians they donate their money to. Social media technology and the rest of the left is using cancel culture and woke beliefs and shaming and bullying to control thought. The revelations going on now about Twitter, and I suspect soon to follow about other big tech companies, prove what many of us have suspected all along. The scales are tipped. You bet they are. The scales are tipped. The playing field is not level. Frankly, I'm surprised I haven't slid off the playing field. It's got such an angle on it. Yeah, so am I. You think you're part of a democratic republic, but you're not. Multiple choices from a predetermined selection of thoughts and ideas that others impose on you is no choice at all. It's programming. It's subtle or not so subtle, but it's programming. That's what's going on slowly, meticulously, insidiously, and quite possibly inevitably if it's not stopped here in the United States. The left runs it. Politicians are in on it, including some on the right, who either just want to go along to get along, more interested in maintaining the status quo, in other words, maintaining the swamp, picking up their government paychecks, their great government benefits, and their government pensions. Washington bureaucrats are in on it. Big tech is certainly in on it. Just check which political parties big tech employees contribute to, usually just one. Oh, yes, it's the Democratic Party. It's Democratic candidates. Law enforcement, the FBI, and the Department of Justice are in on it. It appears a bunch of cybersecurity agencies are in on it. Mainstream media sure as hell is in on it. The question is, are you going to participate in it? Not me, boss. Well, good for you, Sounder. Unfortunately, we're sort of already in this. So the real question is, how far into this abyss are you willing to go? But listen, we got to go. For more of these podcasts and our written column, please subscribe to dictatorforaday.substack.com. That's dictatorforaday.substack.com. And tell your friends. Tip, the podcasts are more fun. I am Dennis Dean, and I am not a dictator for a day. Hmm, where'd my field cap and cigar go? Dictator for a Day is sponsored in part by StoryVisionVideo.com. Copyright 2022, Dennis W. Dean. That's me. All rights, but please feel free to spread the word. And thanks for listening.